Barbara, Amalia, Schaefer, Ferdner, you're here again. This one's gonna be fast though. Can you tell us uh, a story about the little soul and the sun death experience? Yes, okay. So um, what, uh, so when um, I had a death experience, I uh, hit my head at a dog, my first dog sled race ever and was unconscious, not breathing for about seven minutes, okay? So that would be considered dead, all right? Um, <laughs> and during that time, um, I had a lot of experiences that I couldn't explain afterwards. And one of them was uh, that I had the experience of that um, as a kid growing up, I learned that the wrath of God, okay? <laughs> that God will judge you. And I had this dream, which later I learned was really my death experience, not a dream, um, of standing before this board of being people. Okay, they look like people to me, and um, representing God. And they basically said, "So, how was your life?" And it was like a self-grading process. Okay, nobody was judging me. I was the only one. Right. This is what when they you're, wanted to know you're dead was, at this point in your body. Anyway. I'm dead at this point. Yeah, I'm dead. I was not in my body. I was someplace else and the body's down there, not breathing. Okay. And this group of beings, I get, they kind of do it telepathically. But that's another story, but we're having this discussion and they're like, so how was your life down there? And they just wanted to know what was the experience like? Was there anything I would have done differently? Um, I'm going to use the word again, the word learned, but I don't mean learn like I'm going to teach you a lesson. I mean, learn experience. But just like learning, I went to college to learn um, engineering and alternative energy systems, all right? I went there to fine-tune my skills. So what did I get fine-tuned and what would I do differently, all right? And people are shocked sometimes when I explain to them that, you know, like literally, you know, we'll say kind of floating around with me, <laughs> were murderers and rapists. And people go, oh, didn't they go to hell? <laughs> I'm like... Well, no, actually, sometimes I think being on earth is hell, but um, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. But no, that's not how I saw it anyway, that it was more around, did they, what, what would they have done differently? Okay. And I was having a conversation with Javon about this and I won't, you'll have to, you'll have to read the book, you know, uh, a little soul in the sun. Okay. It's based on somebody else wrote it. So it was based on, um, it was adapted from Conversations with God with Neil Donald Walsh. And Conversations with God was a pivotal book for me around this death experience because I was not, I was not metaphysically trained. And after this death experience, I thought everything was a dream. And somehow, you know, I came across this book and read it and went, oh my word, how did Neil Donald Walsh get to transcribe basically my conversation when I was having this, this head injury? Okay. And so it was a big opener to me. But uh, another spiritual mentor shared this book with me. It's a kid's book. It's a really good book. And I'll just give you my paraphrase because it's been a while since I've read the book. Um, but people are shocked that what murderers get to go to heaven? Well, if you want to call source heaven, yeah, because we're all part of source. All right. Um, and the way that this book reads, I'm, I'm going to just use. Um, there's a, a two angels, okay? Again, I'm paraphrasing the story. It's been a while since I read it, so I'm going to make up my own story that is like it. 
So there's two angels and um, they're, sta they're standing in line. I do remember this part, standing in line to come down here to earth. And um, uh, they love each other a lot. And they're, one angel says, you know, I want to come down to earth and I'd like to, you know, basically learn uh, and experience forgiveness. And his buddy goes, oh, I love you so much. I will help you <laughs> experience forgiveness. Okay. So um, we'll, uh, uh, so they both come down here into earth and um, the one little angel who wants to experience forgiveness, his buddy does something that he doesn't like. And I, uh, in a previous conversation, I was talking about how I could always love my husband, but sometimes I do not like his behaviors. <laughs> okay, so gives this angel so this uh, gives this angel an opportunity to love and forgive someone for something that they did for an action they didn't like. Okay, and the book is this journey of how even sometimes the crappy things that we don't like can actually be things of light, all right? That we wanted to experience the contrast, okay? So we come forward in this way. And um, one of the ways that I use um, recently and uh, is that uh, this is not intent, well, I'll just start with it. Um, I don't particularly like our current president, which is Donald Trump, okay? Um, he, though, from my perspective, is a very, very high frequency soul who came here to do a job of unearthing all of the negative characteristics of politics, government, money, <laughs> uh, 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 the dance between the yin and the yang, okay? And he came to unearth them, all right? He may not be unearthing them the way I like. <laughs> In fact, I don't like it at all, all right? But he is doing his job, okay? He is unearthing them. I'm not quite sure I am integrated enough to say that I really fully love him. <laughs> Yet, I can understand that he's doing a job, all right? And so that's kind of some of our experiences down here. We can make them all about ourselves, you know? What did they do that to me? And I'm going to say, no, sometimes it's a dance, right? It's a dance of both of us of coming into our harmonized power, mm -hmm. right? Because we are love. We are truth. We've just forgotten. And these experiences are a way for us to remember. So can we, just like the book in, in uh, The Little Angels, well, there's two angels and one of the angels puts on the dark cloak, so that he can volunteer to do dark things so that the other angel can have something to forgive. And then God says, I will only send you angels. I will only send you angels. So do you think that all of the dark cloaked situations and dark cloaked people that we run into, are they all angels? Are they all our friends? No. <laughs> Most of them are, okay? Most of them are. And even some of the, um, the really dark energies that I've worked with, uh, a lot of them didn't really mean to be dark. <laughs> They're just doing, well, so maybe, yes. Uh, it's like, it, it's just one of these weird things, okay? Because I do have some experiences of, of helping people um, 
with their connections to some pretty dark, nasty stuff, okay? Um, and whether that be other world, other dimensions, this world, you know, all of them. And truly, when I look at it, like even um, there's a uh, sort of a, we're just going to call it sort of funny, we're going to say a virus, because we're, we're going through this, this uh, uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus right now here in, in the world. Um, but there is currently this little bit of an off-world virus, okay, that is um, uh, infecting our consciousness, we're going to call it, okay? And it is overlapping and correlating to the SARS-CoV-2, but I don't have words to describe how. But we'll just say it's just a virus. Just think of it as a computer virus, okay? The programming virus. And when I look at the virus and what it does, oh my word, it is horrible and it is nasty, okay? And even we can say that of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. When you look at it, that, that virus is horrible and nasty when I look at it energetically, except the virus itself isn't bad. <laughs> now, that's terrible to say to someone whose family member just died from this virus, okay? Those are, those are some of the things that can happen, is that these things can be so dangerous that we do die from them. Our loved ones die from them. We go through it. It's horrific, all right? Yet, I, I don't see it. I see it as um, uh, more that the virus is um, trying something out, right? They're trying, you know, they're to, from them, uh, uh, let's say this computer virus, uh, that they're trying it out as an experience, as an experiment, but they're not realizing the horrific effect that it's having on us. Hmm. Okay? So, so bad. You know? not, not bad intended, necessarily, even though it's causing a lot of harm. Yeah, so, not bad intended. How, how about this? So maybe not everything is our friend. Maybe everything could be good intended, but causing a lot of harm. Uh, but their intention and my engagement are yes. two different things. Yes, So Your engagement. So me engaging with dark forces or even dark forces from inside of me, right? My own fear response, my own anger, uh, protective measures, my own... Uh, increased desire for significance and specialness that comes from my ego wanting to be separate from you and 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 better than you or any number of things right that are are pride driven what the the from the book uh the the one dark angel said i'm going to put on the dark cloak but you have to promise to remind me who i am Will you promise? Because I will forget giving you this gift. I'm going to forget. I need you to promise to, rem to remind me who I am. Is, is that applied to our life? Yes. And that's applied through both, we're going to say, our own um, uh, light, uh, uh, our own within ourselves. Okay. Our, you know, within ourselves. Can you truly love all of you? Mm. Okay. So just and me we can, loving me and all the judgments that I have about me. Yes. All right. And, and in my case, I know that uh, there's a piece of me that I'm not loving when I'm judging how somebody else is reacting. Okay. Or experiencing. Right. Um, so I, for myself, I, I look at that as a way of, whoa, why did that get me all worked up? Yes. They did do an action that I don't like, and I'm going to let them know it. Okay. But 
was my anger kind of about the action? Was it like a little over the top? And if it's a little over the top for the situation, then I start to look inside and go, what parts of me am I not loving for myself? So it's the, through the love for ourselves. I mean, I think it's one of the things, it's one of the things that's been reflected back to me is that um, I'm, uh, that people have shared with me that they, they feel very loving and, and loved in my presence, all right? And um, I attribute that to, um, I pretty much, I am human, pretty much love all parts of myself, all right? And even when I make a mistake or even when I go, oh, crap, I wouldn't have done that again, I can still love myself for it, all mm. right? I cannot like it. I can choose not to do it again. I can all of those pieces. Uh, but I call that authenticity. I'm fairly authentic with owning my crap. Like, you know, pretty authentic about, yeah, well, got a little judgment going on about that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm watching it over there. And I know that's not who I really am, but it's how I'm experiencing and expressing. Uh, so I'm not sure that I really answered your question, but um, the, it's our love. It's our love for ourselves that then permeates others. Because when I can fully love myself, I can love others even when they don't feel lovable. Mm. And that would be to tie in the story. That would be reminding them of mm -hmm. who they are, right? We're, we're love and light. Mm -hmm. So what do you think the, the, uh, what's the lesson that we can take away and maybe even attempt to apply and integrate into our life? The lesson from the, the little soul and the sun. Well, I mentioned in our other conversations that I, I at least see this as um, Schoolhouse Earth um, and an opportunity to experience uh, such contrast that, that uh, my consciousness doesn't remember um, or connect with contrast like we have here uh, and that the contrast is intended for awareness. And mm. through that awareness, we can reconnect to more of that whole, you know, I mean, we say it all the time, you know, who are you really? Who, who you know, I want to know who, you know, what's my purpose and what did I come here to be? And it seems so simple. What, you came here to be loved? Well, shoot, just be loved, you know? Well, it's not that easy, <laughs> okay? Can you love, um, you know, when you're, I, I, I always connect really easily with um, uh, Kuan Yin, um, riding the dragon in the tumultuous ocean. Okay, Kuan Yin is a Buddhist um, ascended master and she's known for, um, she, he, you know, but she as Kuan Yin is known for compassion and for protecting um, sailors out on the ocean. And I think of us as out on the ocean, right? You know, with all of life's ups and downs and sometimes the ocean is calm and beautiful and the sun is shining. And sometimes, you know, you get a breast cancer diagnosis and man, that is like riding, you know, and she rides this beautiful dragon, okay? And she pours this love and compassion into this dragon, right? To allow her to, um, what I say, navigate the dragon ride of life with ease and grace, okay? Mm. So to whatever extent that we need to ride that dragon of life, and usually it comes back to, um, the surrendering to what's going on, <laughs> trusting <laughs> that it's really going to be okay, taking actions in the world, okay, that lead you to where you want to go, and loving yourself in the moment, mm. no matter what's going on. 
Well, thank you so much, Barbara. If any of you have resonated with Barbara and would like some help riding the dragon wave of, of life with ease and uh, peace, get a hold of Barbara. Embodylightbody.com is, uh, is, where, is where you'll find her. So thanks again, Barbara. <laughs> thank you, Javon. <laughs>